The Truth Express with your conductor, Erskine, who give you the latest on national news, politics, policies, business, and government issues. We're doing something very unusual this week. We're having Dr. Jerome Corsi back because his book is so valuable, we could not do it in one interview. This is part two. Uh, 2004, he co-authored New York Times bestseller, Unfit uh, Command, Swift Boat Veterans Speak Out Against John Kerry. That book alone probably cost John Kerry the election. In the last eight years, he's written eight New York Times bestsellers, nonfiction books, Obama Nation, Atomic Iran, Bad Samaritans, Who Killed Kennedy, best book ever on the assassination, uh, Partners in Crime about the Clintons, his blockbuster, Killing the Deep State, Silent No More. Boy, how... I became a political prisoner of Mueller's witch hunt. We're seeing the same thing with this uh, January 6th inquisition. Make no mistake, it wasn't an in- insurrection. This is an inquisition about these people. Just the same thing that happened during the Dark Ages. Coup d'etat, exposing deep state treason and the plan to reelect President Trump. Now, part two of the book. This, I think, is the most important book he's ever written. This uh, lays out the plans of the deep state, the plans of the elites. It is called The Truth About Energy, Global Warming, Climate Change, and Age of Disinformation. Why is it 400 pages? Because there's so much to tell. Right, Dr. Corsi? Yes, that's right. Thank you very much, Erskine. This may be the most important book I've ever written. It is for not only... Uh, here, but it's also for the entire world to see exactly what they're doing. This is the what they are using to bring in the new reset, and this is what they're using to bring in the socialism and get complete control over we the people, isn't it? Yes, and it's a it's now a neo-Marxist agenda, and it aims to destroy capitalism, demonizing carbon dioxide because hydrocarbon fuels, when they're burned, emit carbon dioxide. So if you can make right. everyone afraid carbon dioxide, you can, you can turn off hydrocarbon fuels, which are the engine of capitalism. Absolutely. So the environmental people, and it's a good thing they're doing it in the summertime, they always bring this out in the summer when it gets hot. Uh, yeah, right. It gets hot every summer. Some summers a little hotter than others. But uh, these people are watermelons. They're green on the outside, but they are Marxist red on the inside. That's the truth. I mean, this whole idea really originated in the 50s when you had um, writers uh, begin to say there's too many people, overpopulation. And you had Paul Ehrlich, the population bomb in the 60s. Uh, They basically wanted to eliminate human beings, because we are the problem. We are our own worst enemy. And it had no value in human intelligence or the ability of us to utilize the resources of the Earth intelligently and expand human well-being and the number of humans on Earth. So the this environmental movement, especially once John Holdren joined it, he, was the, he later became the science czar for Barack Obama, decided right. that they would make climate the issue and say that hydro, you know, this carbon dioxide is causing, first they thought the Earth to cool, so in the 1970s it was global cooling, we're going to have a new ice age. Then when the Earth started to warm again in the 
in the late 70s and the early 80s, going into the 90s, they, they switched to global warming, which is where we are today. And right. it is all uh, basically nonsense because carbon dioxide is a trace element, about 0.0003 or 4% of the atmosphere, and it is not a major driver of climate. Like you pointed out, Erskine, the, you know, the, the real news flash to the, to the left is sun heats Earth. I mean, go outside... Take a look. That yellow, big yellow ball in the sky is not a tree ornament. It's the sun. And it is the source <laughs> and, of all of our heat. And the sun works on cycles. That's the important thing. 100,000-year cycles, 20,000-year cycles, and it doesn't have a thermometer that we can control, does it? No, and the, and the sun is not there at our convenience or the Earth's <laughs> pattern around the sun is not designed to make us all you know, get the perfect temperature for human beings. The right. Earth, I discussed the Milankovitch cycles, which are the orbit of the Earth around the sun, which is elliptical, like an A. Right. It's, it's, and sometimes it's more, it's more it's circular, more, sometimes it's, it's not more round. elliptical. It's, it's more egg-shaped going around it, if you picture like that, egg-shaped egg as opposed to round. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes the egg is elongated. In other words, the elliptical right. orbit gets extended and this happens periodically in regular cycles of you know every 100,000 or more years and we right. tend to be able to we, we can go back and we can correlate the ice ages with roughly with the Milankovitch cycles when the earth gets a more elliptical orbit more extended away from the sun right. the earth is cooler and that can produce the ice ages it's and not that, the only we, that we don't want, because the Ice Ages was terrible. People were dying from it. You couldn't plant things uh, with a drop of temperature. That was terrible. Global warming is more of the ideal than the Ice Age, absolutely, isn't it? I'd much rather have an interglacial warm period, which right. we've had now for about 25,000 years. Even this was interrupted by the Little Ice Age, which ended around Napoleon's time and his attempt to escape out of Moscow when his troops froze to death, the, the Napoleon's army. But, it, but did good, that, it did good for George Washington crossing the Delaware. It really yeah, all helped those pictures, him. All those pictures with George Washington crossing the Delaware, and there's big ice blocks all over the place, indicates that right. at, at that time, the Earth was in a cooling period. Sure. And it was the Little Ice Age, and it had nothing yeah. to do with carbon dioxide. I mean, the amount of carbon dioxide in the Earth going back into geological time is was much greater the you know 4.6 billion years ago when the earth was created carbon dioxide has been reducing in the atmosphere for the last 175 million years it was a, you know, at that point 175 million years ago it was 7 7500 parts per million in the atmosphere carbon dioxide today it's during that time dr corsi the million. world was more the world was more lush during that time because of the carbon dioxide. More growth, more green during that time, wasn't it? Well, it, it, it essentially today it is. I mean, it, periodically, we had huge amounts of carbon dioxide when in the previous ice ages. Uh, the right. amount of carbon dioxide in the Earth is not a function of burning hydrocarbon fuels. It has to do with the Earth's carbon cycles, the Earth, the way the Earth creates the atmosphere, and it's changed massively the composition of the atmosphere in geologic times. 
So we, we have many ice ages where we had much more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and there were no human beings. Let me ask Global you a warmers, question, sir. I, I, they ignore that. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Doesn't a lot of the carbon dioxide come from the oceans? Well, carbon dioxide is absorbed by the oceans and also, I mean, the, the carbon dioxide is absorbed by the earth, it's absorbed by the oceans, and it's a, you know, not, a, because we burn hydrocarbon fuels, we put X quantity of additional hydrocarbon right. fuels right. burn and carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. It doesn't mean the atmosphere adds that X amount to what was there previously. The Earth has absorption systems. It's not linear. It's a nonlinear system. So you can't get an additive addition of carbon dioxide and have it just continue to pile up. And that's what the global warming enthusiasts believe is happening. The Earth's carbon is one of the many elements on Earth that, that is regulated by the Earth's weather and climate. Climate is really patterns of weather. And right. weather operates on the Earth to take heat and distribute it from the equator, where the sun hits most directly, to the poles, and from the lower atmosphere to the upper atmosphere. And even in an ice age, the Earth is still distributing what heat there is. It, it's, human beings have been here less than 10 million years, about a microsecond in a 4.6 billion <laughs> year right. cycle. The Earth must look at us as you know, the most recent creatures to be walking around the surface of the Earth. And dinosaurs lasted 100 million years. I'm sure the Earth is saying, I don't know how long these creatures are going to last. But, you know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not designing all my systems for the convenience of human beings. They're here for a while. Maybe they'll be gone. It's, it's had, we've had five major extinctions on Earth, and none of them had to do with human beings. Now, one of the things that I have noticed, and Charlie Kirk just wrote a book called The College Scam. This is what's happening Uh, We've had so many lies brought out about this. I think one of the biggest, and you've got it really well documented in your book, and that is about Michael Mann's hockey stick. Uh, This was a complete out-and-out lie, not reproducible. And the person who really uh, looked at this quite a bit, one of the people, was your uh, co-author, the person who wrote the forward to your book, who really knows a lot about it. He did a lot of work on that, didn't he? Yes, Mark Morano, who wrote the foreword yes. of the book, and I dedicate the book to Mark Morano. He is the creator of ClimateDepot.com. If you've never been there, please, it's an important site, ClimateDepot, right. dot com. <laughs> and, um, yes, Mark has been very much involved in this movement going back 15 or 20 years. He, right. Mark Morano has been thrown out of more climate meetings and internationally <laughs> IPCC United Nations meetings that I can remember happening. That's a badge of honor for Mark. That's an absolute badge of honor. Yes. He's a warrior. And the Michael Mann hockey stick, which was this graph Michael Mann produced in the 90s, which said all the temperature of the earth has been you know, flat. We have not had high and low temperatures. It's all flat. The earth regulates temperatures. And that's the stick of the hockey stick. And then the Industrial Revolution comes along, and we start burning hydrocarbon fuels, and then the graph shoots up. That's the blade of the hockey stick. 1990 was the warmest decade ever. 1998, the warmest year. The guy just left out all the middle middle evil uh, warm period. He left out the Little Ice Age, anything that didn't fit in. He just threw it out, didn't he? 
that is yes, science I, today. Wow. No, it's my propaganda. Book cites the, my book cites the statisticians who have taken Michael Mann's work apart and shown right. how it's fraudulent statistical methodology and the climate gate emails that we had released in the 90s make it very clear that Michael Mann and the other scientists who were part of this UN cabal knew that they were falsifying the data and did it intentionally in order right. to erase the Little Ice Age, to erase the medieval warming period, to erase anything that made their data wrong. And so, therefore, it is completely fabricated. Uh, but, you know, you take a look at that hockey stick, so alarming human beings have caused the planet to warm up like it's never been warm before. That's not true. <laughs> right. Total, total fraud. Now, now, my friend, uh, Dr. Tim Ball said that uh, Michael Mann should be in Penn State instead of Penn U, where he's teaching. And uh, so he, uh, Michael sued him. They went into court. And, they, of course, he was countersued by Tim. And what happened on that was he refused to bring his data into court. They threw the case out. He refused to bring his data in because it isn't good. It's not reproducible. That is a corruption of science, isn't it? Absolutely. And he also was operating under, you know, federal grants, and he had an obligation to show that data if it was required. But Michael Mann hid the data, falsified the data, and produced a sensational graph that the U.N. has grabbed upon to scare everybody about hydrocarbon fuels. We'll be right, we'll be right back, Dr. Forrest. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. It's incredible, but this book, The Truth About Energy, Global Warming and Climate Change in the Age of uh, Disinformation, is 338 pages, and it is a page-turner. It's not boring. I mean, when I got into it, I thought, oh, I know this, a lot of it, but it's kind of boring stuff. No, it is not boring at all, Dr. Uh, Dr. Corsi. It is absolutely exciting. It tells you how we have been lied to. You've got three parts of politics of energy the science of energy, and the economics of energy. We talked about the politics of it when we started. Now, on the economics of energy, we're seeing that right now. They're pushing the we uh, the uh, electric cars. They're pushing all of this. Uh, we're going to run out of oil. We've got to get oil from other places. And you're, you're saying there are two types of oil, uh, biogenic and abiogenic oil. And synthetic oil. Let's talk about the differences there, please, because well, the, we are not running the, out of oil. That's what's so amazing. 
Uh, it's being produced daily. New oil. Are more dinosaurs dying, Dr. Corsi? No. The the whole idea that oil is is biogenic, which means created from biological material, living right. matter, is nonsense. The the idea that first the you know, going back to the eighteen eighteen hundreds, uh, they said, well dinosaurs created oil. Well now they're down to plankton, any living thing, bacteria, uh, deposits on the bottom of the sea of organic material, anything they can find. But the truth is that. Uh, organic material does not decompose when it dies into a higher form of energy. That would violate the second law of thermodynamics, entropy. It, it dissipates. It, we decompose. When we die, we don't, you know, we, we begin to smell. We get buried. We get buried because we're decomposing. We're turning into constituent chemicals. You know, I always have, I had a cat when I was a kid that got run over by a car. I buried it in the backyard. A few months later, I dug it up. There was no oil. Few bones, a little bit of feathers still left. No bone, no oil. Uh, okay. I don't know of a single case where a human being has been buried and dug up, even in, in geologic time, where they turned into oil. You know that doesn't happen. Right. The Bible doesn't say. The Bible says dust into dust, not dust into oil. You know, <laughs> I love it. And there's right. a reason for that. There's a reason for that, and that is that. I demonstrate in the book that oil and natural all hydrocarbons are naturally made by the earth. These Fischer-Tropsch equations that the German chemist devised in the right. Weimar Republic shows how oil, natural gas, uh, all hydrocarbon fuels are synthesized. In other words, made naturally, not by dying organic material, but made naturally in the mantle of the earth through a catalytic process that combines hydrogen and oxygen and produces, I mean, hydrogen and carbon, produces hydrocarbon fuels. And this, we see this with hydrocarbons coming out of these deep sea vents at the bottom of the right, ocean. Right, The uh, Woods Hole Oceanaf Oceanographic Institute has gone down there and sampled the hydrocarbons. They are created in, in an article published in Science, the Woods Hole Oceanographic Group says these hydrocarbons from the mantle of the Earth were produced by the Fischer-Tropsch process. It's been validated. So all, all these people who prophesized that we'd be at a limit, that we'd be out of oil by X day and Y day and all that, they're totally wrong because it isn't dependent on getting dead matter. It's a question that it's actually being manufactured inside the Earth. Thank goodness for that. It's a wonderful thing. There is no limit to the oil. And the fact is that, you know, the oil pools, comes up through bedrock fractures and pools in sedimentary rocks. Right. Our, our genius petrogeologists think that the rocks form the oil. It's not true. And in the, uh, in, early on, I published Black Gold Stranglehold in 2005, and, and these peak oil people, a whole bunch of them, Matt Simmons was one of the most famous, uh, he wrote a book called Twilight in the Desert, Saudi Arabia right, was running out of right. oil. I used to argue with these people, and, and they demonized me. They're all gone. We didn't run out of oil. We've got more than ever in human history. We'll be right back. More oil than ever. Be created every day. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal 
fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. The climate lies. The lies about oil. It's infinite. We're going to run out of it. The lies about the dangers of it. It's infinite. The li- but they can't lie about a few things. They can't lie about its reliability, can they, Dr. Corsi? No, because hydrocarbon fuels are not only abundant and relatively cheap, they're also the most powerful of the fuels we have, and possible exception nuclear fuel, but... Let's leave that aside because of you know, the hesitancy to use nuclear fuels. The renewable fuels of wind and solar are nowhere near as powerful. Hydrocarbon fuels are combusted. That has the strongest energy potential. With wind and solar, you are producing electricity that has to be stored in a battery. So it's already right. got some energy loss simply to be stored. And the storage... Facilities and materials also do things like take up lithium in electric cars, which are very detrimental to the environment to mine and produce. Uh, Of course, the energy to run an electric car has to come from hydrocarbon fuels predominantly. Uh, When we try to use, on any scalable basis, wind or our solar power, we can't power a city or a large metropolitan area with wind or solar, because they just don't work on that scale. And they're not scalable. Look, I say, you know, Erskine, if we had a battery the size of a television set, we would store solar energy and power a city, you wouldn't have to have federal subsidies to put it in place. There'd be commercial production of that overnight. We don't have them that powerful. The technology does not work. And once the subsidies dry up, once the government quits paying for this with federal tax money, our money, and tax breaks, we're going to have a, we have huge collections of useless wind turbines and solar panels that fill up a junkyard somewhere of magnitudes it's that are huge. It's happening now. It's happening now. They have nowhere to put them. And, and all of these things, the solar, the wind, a lot of this, the batteries, most of those are coming out of where? They're coming out of China. Is this because that... Uh, this a payback for the deals that were cut for Biden? I don't know. But the fact of the matter is uh, that it's all coming out of China. It's not being locally produced here in the U.S. They're shutting down mines in the U.S. And, and also, China is the greatest polluter of, of carbon dioxide in the world. Right. The greatest right. emitter of it. They, China is fully on board with coal. In fact, China has the largest fisher trop plant converting coal 
into petroleum products anywhere in the world. China is buying oil and natural gas all over the world. China has abandoned the idea they're going to use solar or wind power because they're not going to have their massive population be in revolt in the winter. This Chinese communist government is too fragile. And the Europeans, the Western Europeans, are going to quickly find out this winter that they're going to freeze. In Germany, people are already buying wood stoves and cutting down forests. So they're, you know, when Russia cuts off the natural gas, the price of natural gas and oil is going to go skyrocket throughout the world. Right. We're paying now five dollars a gallon for gasoline. We're in we're in hyperinflation. You know, the Federal Reserve has finally admitted that we've got runaway double-digit inflation, which they can't control. And right. uh, I say we're going to be paying $10 a gallon for oil or more because the Biden administration insists on shutting down pipelines like the Keystone Pipeline, ending offshore drilling, doing everything they can, they can the Biden administration, to end hydrocarbon fuel production in the United States, which is insanity. It means we're going to go to a lower standard of living. It's all about eliminating capitalism. But as a means of doing so, human beings are not going to be able to sustain the style of life or the quality of life that we've had and are capable of passing to the rest of the world. They would just abandon these socialist ideas. Unfortunately, this uh, socialism has caught on in the United States with critical race theory, and we're going down the same route of insanity, Green New Deal, which is energy suicide. Cheap energy equals prosperity. Our prosperity was based on hydrocarbon fuel, cheap energy, reliable energy. uh, And this has really served us well during the last uh, 250 years since it's come about. And this has served us very well. Now, we had a really great move by President uh, Trump when he backed out of the Paris Treaty. I think that was a major plus. You, You write about that in your book. Uh, the truth about energy, right about how he backed out of the Paris Accord, how that would have destroyed the United States economically in many ways. Well, that's what the left apparently wants to do. Right. There's too many people. We've got to kill unborn children. We've got to, you know, have COVID. Everybody's got to lock down. This is, you know, disease is going to kill everybody. We better lock down and shut down the economy. Well, you know, global warming, too much carbon dioxide, we better lock down and have a, a lockdown for you know, global warming purposes. It's about control. The left is on a, a religious, secular religious idea here with virtually an ideology. You can't disagree with the left. They demonize you, call you names. Right. It, it, is, it, is, all, argument. it, all, it is with religious fervor. This is a, uh, a religion of uh, following... Gaia. This is that type of religion, isn't it? Yes, and it's also uh, neo-Marxism. It's it's resentment of the ability of human beings to create wealth and to enjoy the wealth that we we create. By the way, it's not only cheap energy, it's also a warm interglacial warming period. Uh, I'm not looking forward to an ice age. I don't particularly want to live through another ice age. We had like the little ice age back when Napoleon was around. Or the true ice ages, where most of the globe was covered by glaciers. Right, That's no fun right. to live through. I wouldn't you know, think and, so. No, and you know when you take a look at the, uh, the 
physics, the chemistry, the geology, uh, the Earth has gone through massive changes. It's not a stable place. We had uh, 65 million years ago the, the dinosaurs dying. Well, a massive comet hit the Yucatan. It was an asteroid hit the at Yucatan and caused a tsunami that reached up to North Dakota. Right. Uh, we had a, a million years of volcanic activity in uh, in India that threw sulfur oxide into the air, sulfur, and this sulfur blocked the sun and the right. photosynthesis. That, that they called a uh, nuclear nuclear summer. Right. Right. And and in in the process of all this, I think there's also evidence which I discuss that the you know the this uh, theory of Earth plates, uh, the Earth expanded. This idea that all the planets were, you know, all the continents were together in one big landmass, as Gowanda, and the oceans were all the rest of the Earth. And then the continents broke up and split apart, and that's how we got plates. That's another silly idea, another metaphor, like fossil fuel. If you right. had all the landmass of the Earth, all the continents joined in one landmass, and all the water in the rest of the Earth, your axis of the Earth's mass would not be anywhere near the axis of the Earth's rotation. The Earth would spin out of control and, and destroy itself. In its, we look right, today, right. the continents are split apart. The oceans are between them. It's a stable mass distribution. But the Earth had to have expanded because... The dinosaurs, we don't have creatures that big anymore. No, you know, the, no. And the, they were adapted to living in a smaller, a lower gravitational field. Right. In other words, if the Earth was smaller, with smaller mass, it had less gravity, and creatures of the size of dinosaurs were adapted, whereas once the gravity increased with an expanding Earth, dinosaurs were no longer functioning. Now, there was no human beings around with their little carbon fires, to cause the Earth expansion, or the asteroid hitting, or the volcanic activity. These are the kinds of dramatic changes that affect the Earth, not a few additional hundreds of parts per million of an already dramatically reduced carbon dioxide content of the atmosphere since 175 million years ago. We altogether overestimate the impact to human beings when as far as the Earth is concerned, I continue to say, you know, we, we're just another creature walking around. I don't even think we're a nuisance to the Earth because of the nature of forces involved. Think about the sun heating the Earth, the amount of energy involved, you know, the amount of energy from cosmic rays that help to formulate the clouds, the interactive system of weather on, on Earth with the warming of the oceans and their impact on cloud formation. And this is so complex the forces of energy, as I describe in the book, are so powerful that human beings burning hydrocarbon fuel are a, a non-event. Now, you've got a couple. I, I really loved the chapter because I didn't know about uh, abiotic oil. Abiotic versus uh, bioge uh, biogenic, a, a uh, biogenic oil. And you talk about the Fisher uh, topic process, the synthetic oil, J.F. Kinney, and... Right, and the Russian-Ukrainian school, Thomas Gold, the DP biosphere, all of that. It's amazing. That was amazing to me. Now, the other thing that you talk about, and I love this one, your last chapter of the book. Your last chapter is um, concerning, 
re- renewable energy, the sad realities. I think we had a very good demonstration of that in the nation's uh, number two, I guess Alaska's number one, number two oil producing, oil and gas producing state, Texas, when they went to renewable and they were having blackouts all over the state. Now they're telling people they're having blackouts, of course, all uh, daily in places like California. People all across the country are scared, especially in Arizona where I am you know, 116 degrees, we're going to have a blackout. No, 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 no. That's not going to work too well here. But the fact of the matter is, uh, when you've got this type of fear coming about and they don't have reliable energy, that's what happens. They're telling people with electric cars, don't fuel up, don't fuel up. You're going to cause a blackout. You're going to put too much strain on the grid. Now, this is insanity, This is absolute insanity. But I think on the electric cars, if they want to shut them down, they can shut them down much easier than any other. And I think that uh, why what is the reason for the electric car? What do you think? It's not just again. It's another you know bad idea. I mean, yes, electric cars. You can make an electric car that works, and today they cost about sixty thousand dollars. So you're telling someone who is you know, having difficulty economically paying $5 for a gas that the solution is to buy a $60,000 car. Yeah, that's, so that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. And you buy a $60,000 car, now you want to go to to fill it up with electricity, and people are finding all over the country there's not enough charging stations. If you charge these vehicles fully, it could take four hours. You're going to say Yeah, you're going to take a trip you. and you run out of fuel on the highway. It stops what you can't do. Are they yeah. the cop gonna come by with a can of electricity? I don't think so. AAA is not going to carry around a generator no. and charge your car. No. So I mean, the <laughs> point is, the whole impracticality of the infrastructure needed to implement solar and wind power uh, has not been thought through. We don't have the right. infrastructure in place. If you try to use in a grid solar and wind, and a lot of states are mandating it now. Again, it's for an ideological purpose. Well, that what happens is you've got to have hydrocarbon backups. You've got to be able to switch. The renewable fuels are not powerful enough to handle peaks of energy demand. So you'll have increasing blackouts. It's actually more costly. You're only going to end up spending more hydrocarbon fuels just to try to implement these renewable fuels. They're more of a nuisance than they're worth. Yes, you can put a solar panel on your roof and you can generate some electricity. That doesn't mean you can have a field the, si- the size of you know, Nevada with solar right. panels right. to provide electricity to Los Angeles. It's not going to work. Absolutely. Absolutely. You put it on, I've got it on my house, and, but you can't have it on your house everywhere. There are places in this country you don't have enough sunlight to make it practical. Uh, you had to look at the dollar and cent payback of it. That's what I looked at. And that's what people look at. A lot of people is dollar and cent payback. I didn't do it for the environmental reason. I did it because it would be cheaper. Right. And, and those kind of decisions make sense, but not for on the base, the scalable basis of a city. And you have now utility companies saying they're going to put in a smart meter. And if you use too much electricity to heat or warm your house, or cool it in the in the in the summer. They're going to shut your electricity off. So right. It's totalitarian. These are people who want to limit our ability to enjoy and expand economic activity. 
They wanted so to much of the environmental and, movement is about yeah. controlling and manipulating the public, and, isn't it? And the and reducing human life on Earth. Now, the globalists don't want to reduce their own lives. Bill Gates has no. in mind reducing our lives, not his. You know, the, the globalists flying around the private jets to go to the World Economic Forum meeting in Davos, Switzerland, think that they're the ones who are going to enjoy all the wealth of the world while all the rest of us are slaves, serfs, and peons who have nothing. And that's fine with them because they think there's too many people in the world anyway. And if we get right. rid of a few billion human beings, they think they'd be better off. They now, not not only not, That's not you saying it. Uh, Bill Gates said it. Uh, Klaus Schwab said it and was written on the Georgia Guidestones. This is proof positive, not conspiracy theory. It's real. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Why do I say that this book is the most important one that Dr. Corsi's written and one of the most important books you can get? The truth about energy, global warming, and climate change and age of disinformation. Because the Great Reset we're going under is based on two things. There were two linchpins. President Biden, when he was in one of his more lucid periods, said there are two things. Number one is worldwide global warming. They're using that for the Great Reset. That is allowing money to go from all of us, from uh, redistribution of wealth. That's what socialism is about. But it's redistributing it from us in the middle class and the lower class to those in the upper class. Now, how do they get by with it without us seeing it? Well, it's very clear. They also are using white supremacy and all the uh, critical race theory to have people fighting among ourselves so we're not watching what they're doing. Am I right on that, Dr. Corsi? Is that basically the outline that they're working? Yes, I, I devote the first part of this book to showing all the political philosophy that going to, you know, the Malthusians, morphing right. into the neo-Marxists. The Frankfurt and, School uh, and all of that, right. Right, and the, they decided that if they could scare us about the air we breathe and the, and the global temperature... People would do anything they could in order to stop the problem. And you get children in school being educated on this. They come home, they think their moms and dads are killing their future because they're putting gasoline in their car, which is right. Fear is a great motivator. They are motivating with fear. But beyond that, they're motivating us with false information and using colleges, universities, and schools to do it, aren't they? Yes, and I I wrote this book because... 
you know, having studied this is my third book on energy, it's, it's become a passion of mine because the science is completely distorted as taught in the universities. It, I've right. As a matter of fact, they won't, they won't even hire professors if they are uh, climate change deniers, they call it. They won't even hire them. They don't want to hear anything. It's like Al Gore said, uh, you know, the science is settled. No, it isn't settled, Mr. Al Gore, wouldn't stick. It's not settled, and most scientists do not go along. 97% of the scientists believe this is all what they're trying to do. Go with the group. You'll get your, you'll get your rewards. They'll pay you better. You'll get a Ph.D. quicker, uh, and you'll get all of these uh, things from the government. They're paying people to go along. If you go along, you're going to be happy. If you don't go along, this is the same thing they did to you. Uh, if you go along with what Mueller wants, you'll be happy. They're doing the same thing on a bigger scale to science and to the universities and schools, aren't they? Go along yes, they with are. us. And the, you know it's a lie, but go along with us, and you'll get the goodies. Anybody who's not permitted to disagree, these global warmists who won't allow you to debate with them know that they can't win the debate. They know they have a weak case. They have a strong case. Right. They look, at, look at Michael Mann. You wrote that. Couldn't bring the stuff into court. Look at Michael Mann. Nothing reproducible. And uh, all of this. So you've got it documented, Dr. Corsi. It's completely documented. We need to get this in the hands of some reporters so they can at least wake up and college people. The book will probably be demonized and banned and censored and uh, because, again, it's not on the, uh, you know, the politically correct a social religion, which is that, you know, climate is our enemy, we are our own enemy, the sixth extinction, human beings are going to cause right. our own extinction. Well, again, you know, we might with an atomic war, nuclear war, but the idea by burning hydrocarbon fuels, we're going to heat up the planet cataclysmically, is only able to be taught because the climate science is not being taught in the universities. The climate is a right. very, very intricate feedback system it's non-linear you know it has it has absorption methods for the more carbon dioxide is exuded by dead wood rotting in the on the planet than by human beings burning hydrocarbon fuels and but what this is doing is destroying the entire economy of the united states and of the world also isn't it yes and and meanwhile china which continues to pursue a global conquest communist strategy is given a pass by these global warmers, even though they're the biggest users of coal in the world. They're buying right. up all the oil, natural gas they can find for the winter, and they have no concern at all about uh, carbon emissions are going to nuclear or to wind power. China knows they don't work on a large-scale basis, and China is not about to have a population revolt because food can't be produced, people can't be heated or warmed, and they're told that they ought to suffer and die and pay more money to, to put up with it because we're trying to save the planet. China doesn't buy the nonsense. Go to his website, CourseyNation.com. It's great. CourseyNation.com. Thank you, Dr. You can Corsi. listen on your favorite podcast My app or local radio station.
Patriot Gold Group. Consumer Affairs operated five years running for your IRA or 401k. Call 800-356-4470 today.